And so if you want to just start off like, you know, the full name of your company, list off some like your Facebook page, if you have the website, if you want to do that. Okay. The name of the company is T's Professional Services, and that's T-S-Professional-Services.com. There's a hyperlink to the Facebook page on the website. You just click the Facebook and it takes you right to the Facebook page. Perfect. I guess we'll start with like what influenced you or inspired you to start your business, your power washing business? So I worked in a factory almost all my life. So now you have people signing your paycheck or people who are making decisions about how much money you make and they're not even signing your paycheck. So after a while, you make that choice within you and you just say to yourself, I can make my own path. And I don't want somebody else to determine my own path. I want to do it myself. So somebody says, you know what, your evaluation, you did really good work, but you know, you didn't meet the goals for these standards that the company set. So, you know, instead of giving you a 3% raise, we're going to give you a 2.2% raise. You know, so, and when you, you think about that, 2.2%, you know, that's not a lot of money, really. So, and they're making millions. You know, the company's making hundreds of millions of dollars, and you are now equated to a couple of percentage points. So, definitely a motivating factor to, to start your own business, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I would have definitely done the same thing. <laughs> so, okay. And so, and when did you start your business? Uh, I started the business uh, May of last year. So, May of 2019. Yeah, May of 2019. Okay. And I had uh, customers lined up. I thought it was going to be good before I even started. Then I did those customers, you know, the, with all things, you find out that yeah, this isn't working exactly as I envisioned it would work. So you have to make some changes and stuff like that. And, and then all of a sudden, the work dries up. There's nothing. So you launched the company in May. Before you, you quit the, your other job, you right. said you had a couple people already lined up that needed power washing. So you, you're, you're going to be on a good start. So that, is that right. correct? That's correct. And, and so you launched the company, you did these, you know, how many, let's say how many, how many jobs did you have lined up? I had five jobs lined up. Perfect. So you had five jobs lined up, which is, which is perfect. You, I'm sure you started your Facebook, you had business cards ready, right? You know, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then, cause springtime's a good time is where everyone's, you know, rocking and rolling, right. um, including in my industry, which is landscaping. So May, you hit the ground running, and then, and then what, what time period did the work slow down? Third week of May. There was nothing. I mean, <laughs> there was crickets. You could hear the crickets. So I put out 1,000 business flat door hangers made up, and I hit the pavement, and I hung about 480 door hangers in like 15 different developments all across uh, Chester County. A big fat zero, not a single call from a, a door hanger. Then I started the website and I got on to yellowpages.com, which just ended up to be just a bunch of junk. That was just a waste of money. And then I got a call from the, somebody contacted me 
through Facebook. And so I went and I did that job. And then I got some other jobs in the meantime, nothing really outstanding. And then Maureen Felizzi then asked my wife through Facebook if she would like to come visit uh, her referral program, or whatever the case may be. And my wife looked at me and she goes, this is all you, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I went to the meeting and the very first meeting, Ed gave me a, a referral to do a roof wash. And ever since that point, between BNI and my website and uh, my Facebook boosting of some different commercials and stuff like that, my ROI has grown tremendously. I mean, by no means are we talking like it's gangbusters right. by far, but it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's, uh, I have no complaints. In fact, we did our last job in December. So okay. we were working all the way up until December. And the temperature right now is 42 degrees. So technically, we can still do gutters now. Right. And, windows, and we're doing windows. So and that's what we had a conversation. You know, I know we sat down and had our one-on-one because I'm in the same business networking group as you, which I, I've been thinking about this. I think it's great for service providers like you and me, the landscapers, the power washers, you know, what um, Tim Dean, the plumbers, like that's it. I think our services kind of strive in those groups versus like the, you know, there's obviously insurance is pretty good, but, but I think we're at the top end where we, we can get the most referrals, the handyman, oh, Ed, absolutely. you know, would you agree? So the listeners here, when you're starting a business, you know, and even for me, I was five or six, I was five years in when I, um, when I joined BNI and even the cost of it was still, um, how do I put it? Like, like it's, it's an investment for sure. Cause I think it right. costs me 750 or $800 just as right. a first, just your first year. Right. Um, right. And then you have your first year cost and then there's four quarterly payments of, you know, it probably averages out to 200 to 15 a quarter. So right. by the time you're done with it, let's just call it, it's like 16, 1700 bucks for the year. Right. Right. But if you can pull, you know, a couple jobs from it. And it, and it's not just the jobs, it's the business networking. And it's like, even, you know, and I'm referring this back to our one-on-one with my clients, I don't want to have my guys or me get out there and power wash the homes anymore or do any of that. I would rather have someone that has the equipment that needs the job that wants the job. And we're, we focus on the landscaping side of things. And so like, even just our relationship will go, you know, is worth it for years down the road too. And so it's, it's about the relationships and who people know. And it really, it's, it's more than just a referral and your ROI, I would, I would say. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Because you can't be everywhere at one time. And so do you want to make money today? Do you want to make money tomorrow? Well, how about this? How about setting up a structure that you're getting paid all the time? Right. Not just one here, one there. So with the connections that you make, the longer lasting that they are, the relationships become very strong. As one company grows, the other one grows along with it. And then now you are tour de force. So now you're in the community, everybody knows your name. So it's like a, a Cheers uh, TV show. 
So everybody knows buzz cut landscaping. Everybody knows T's professional services right. because they are everywhere. And there, you see them synonymous, synonymously together and things like that. And that's, that's how businesses get to be huge corporations because they just continuously build off of the relationships that they have. Right. It's, and, and, and that's why networking is so important for business owners is because if you want to get to the next level and stuff like that, that's, that's what it requires is, is having, is really just having the soft skills to introduce you to introduce yourself to anyone really, whether you're at the post office or you're obviously in the BNI or, you know, and then it's the hard skills of closing deals with, with businesses or customers and stuff like that. Like that's how you're going to, um, that's how you're going to grow. Would you oh, agree? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I don't know what your situation is in particular, but I don't make enough money for my business to sustain my house. So I have to do other things. So I do ride sharing as with the way to make ends meet and to make extra money. Right. Today, I picked up a guy and it turns out that he was the CEO of a senior home that needs their windows cleaned. And that job, I just roughly guesstimated, is going to be $1,800. Really? Yeah. So you never know who you're going to meet and exactly. when. And my wife said to me, she goes, how are you going to do that job? We don't have $5,000 for the equipment to do that job. Oh. And I said, so what? We'll figure it out. <laughs> you never turned down a job. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So let's dig into this, dig into this job a bit. Cause this is a good example. Like when I first got started, same thing happened to me. I would go on a quote where it would need a dingo, an excavator or, or some sort of piece of a, a dump trailer or some piece of equipment that I didn't necessarily have. So let's go into this quote. So it's a senior living home. What equipment that, that you need that you don't have? Like, cause I know you have basic window cleaning equipment. Right. It is on the highest part. It's seven stories high. So I don't have now I can water fed poles. The longest one available on the market is 75 feet long. So in order to use a water fed pole, you need water, right? Well, in our area, the water hardness here is 46, which is very, very hard. So you need a deionization process and uh, a reverse osmosis to take all the minerals out of the water so you can uh, wash the windows streak free. The other way to do it is to do it traditionally with a mop and a squeegee and then you would need to purchase or rent a, an aerial lift right and then you can do the top three stories with your with your conventional pole. An aerial lift is very expensive to rent and the other thing is good luck trying to find one because construction is booming so badly in our area that I shouldn't say badly. It is very good, but it, it's, it's, it's so extreme with all the construction going on. You can't find that equipment and running it is five, six months out the road. You got to reserve it. Right. And unless you got, you know, a pretty huge open line of credit that you could say, yeah, I'll pay for it now and I'll wait for it then, right. you know, then that's likely not going to happen. But for the piece of equipment 
that uh, I'm re referring to is $4,296 for the water-fed pole system. And how many stories can that reach? Seven stories. Really? Yes. Holy Seven stories. And it's got it, the pole is weighs only 10 pounds itself. So I was going to say, like, how are you going to keep that all the way up in seven stories? It's telescopic and it's got clips, tightening clips. So you, ex you extend it and then you tighten it and then you pull out the next extension and then you tighten it. And then through the middle of the pole is the water line that goes up to the, to the brush. So it's like a, a boar's head poly nylon brush and then it ejects water out above the brush and then you scrub the window with the brush right. and uh it's uh it's pretty effective so even at 75 feet when you don't have uh, access to an aerial lift or you're in a place where you can't get an aerial lift or a platform that's the perfect piece of equipment to get so right. but it is an investment for sure. I mean, for four grand or five grand or whatever you're saying, I would, you know, if I needed a dingo on the job, you know, and I guess you can't rent those pole systems, you know what I'm saying? There's been certain jobs where I've just bought the equipment, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I didn't yeah. make um, all the money, but I would just, I would price the job more. Like if I were you, I'd probably price it to 2,500 or 2,450 or something like that, just so it can kind of cover some more of the cost of that piece of equipment. You know what I mean? Right. When you're first starting out, you never, like I had uh, $15,000 roughly to, to get my things together. Right. And we can talk about that too um, yeah. a bit more for, for others that are, are wondering like, you know, what if, what if I need capital to get started? How do I get capital? If you're comfortable, you can share your story and how you, how you capitalized your business and, and that kind of thing. So when I was working, I invested into my 401k. And at the time I was 44, 45, I was 45 years old and I had about $15,000 in my 401k. And so that's after I paid my taxes and everything else after I cashed it out. I had to make a choice as to what the equipment that I was wanting to buy and what exactly I was going to do. So initially when I first started, my main focus was, is I wanted to do commercial restaurants, power washing their drive-throughs, their sidewalks, and things like that. Because if you look at everywhere around our community, everything's black, you know, and you're like, ew, that's gross. Who wants to do that? Well, I thought this was a piece of cake. So what I, what I didn't realize is I bought a surface cleaner, I bought a pressure washer, and I made sure that I got the, the proper equipment, I got the commercial grade, I went to a company who specialized in that kind of stuff. I told them the applications that I wanted to use it for. And then they walked me through and said, this is what we got to offer. I didn't listen to that just one company. Right. I went to other companies and I said, asked them the same exact question, asked them what the price was. And believe it or not, when you're first starting out, unless you got money that you're going to shell out, most of the time, they don't even want to talk to you because they already got customers that are paying them twenty, thirty thousand dollars at a clip for trailers that are already set up with all this stuff. You know, because this is now becoming a popular business to get into. The overhead is really low. You can put ten, twelve thousand dollars into it, and 
start working right away. And most of the time in your first year, you make all your money back. Right. And in, and in some markets, you may quadruple your money back. Right. So it just, it just depends on, you know, uh, what your market is. Now, here it's pretty competitive. You have some huge pressure washing companies that have 12, 13 trucks on the road. You know, and who are who are those guys? There's uh, an out the what is this? Uh, Rolling Suds in uh, Westchester. Well, they have a, a place in Westchester, but I think their home base of operation might be in Montgomery County or something like that. But that guy has 12 trucks on the road. Wow. 12 trucks. And then there's other people who do it. And then you got to compete with the guy who's a weekend warrior that lives three doors down. He'll wash your house all day long for 99 bucks with his Lowe's uh, pressure washer. So you have to instill value in your business and you can't cheapen yourself. Otherwise, you'll be working for nothing. You have insurance, you got a truck payment, you have equipment that you're going to have to replace eventually. Like, my wands only lasted me a year. I got to replace my wands because the products we use eats the metal and the and the things. You're constantly replacing ball valves and O-rings and things right. like that. The maintenance, and, you got to pay for maintenance uh, on top of the initial investment. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, these are all things that you have to take into consideration when you're running a business. But most businesses fail because nobody has a contingency plan. So... When there's no money coming in, you better have a side hustle or something else that you're going to make money. Otherwise, you're just going to end up quitting doing the business and end up going to get in a nine to five job. If you're doing a nine to five job, you're not make you're not going to be a successful business person because there's no way that you're going to be able to do the two. Now, if you're doing it on the weekend and you have a very good customer base on the weekend, then sometimes you just got to take a huge leap forward and push them to the weekdays and start doing your stuff during the week. These are all things that on the very surface that are important for people who are just getting started. But the other thing also is, is all the unwritten stuff. Like how do you become an LLC or an S corp? Uh, what about the insurance that you need? What about the taxes that you have to file? What about the townships that you got to register to operate in? Are you following proper EPA laws? These are all things. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. So, you know, these are all things that sometimes you learn the hard way because there's no manual that tells you how to do it. Right, right. And uh, I mean, and to speak on that for some advice on how to create an LLC and all that, I mean, you can just Google how to create an LLC and that, that will come up. There's a million different companies. And it, but same thing, before you even get started, you're still dishing out 500 bucks minimum to create your LLC and to get those docs together to go to the bank to create the bank account that you need. And here's another thing, you know, the payment processing is a whole new way of doing things. Yes. So... I think uh, I talked to you about House Call Pro the last time I was at your house. Mm. And uh, this gives you ability to be able to text your customers an invoice. And the software does it all for you. They send the software. They send the link. They pay you through the link. You pay a small fee. And they deposit it into your account. And by far, 
House Call Pro has been the best, not the, I'm not, I'm, right. not a, I'm not affiliated with House Call Pro at all. Well, but, you, use, you use their CRM or whatever it is, right? Oh, yeah. Their business software management. They also have a CRM platform built into it. Okay. So I think you got one of my postcards, my thank you postcards. Oh, we, I'll, I'll have to check my, yeah, we, we, yeah, I'll have to check, but yeah. <laughs> so I set it up. So one day after the service, once you pay, they automatically send out a thank you card saying, thank you for your business. We appreciate you, blah, 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 you know, uh, that kind of thing. That goes a long way. Now, for whatever service, I can put you in the next email campaign. Right. Say, hey, this year. We're having a special on gutters. If you have them cleaned out now, then, you know, you'll receive 5% off, you know, for the month of November or whatever, or, you know, house washing or whatever you want it to be. And you can assign rules. So if you got your house wash two years ago, mm. now the software will say, okay, Chase got his house wash two years ago. We're going to send out him a reminder email that it's two years it's time that he should probably start thinking about. And then on top of that, we'll send him a postcard just in case he misses the email. Right. So, and then you'll do a geographical campaign with Facebook and then shoot that across Facebook. So now you're getting a postcard, an email, and you're seeing it on Facebook. So now you got the trifecta going on and you're more likely, oh, and then somebody says, hey, did you see T's professional services on Facebook? Oh, yeah, thanks. I'm going to go call them right now and set up right. an appointment. See what I mean? So, right. so that's the, those are the things that you have to you know, start thinking about is if I needed my house wash or if I needed gutter cleaning, who would I call? How would I do that? Right. And how hard is that going to be? Because I don't know about you, but I got patience for about 15 seconds. Right. If I can't find what I want, forget it. I'm like, I'm moving on. So if it's on their mind and they get it, mm. you're going to be uh, getting the customers. So, And I couldn't agree with that more. It's like, and that trifecta marketing, the email, the postcard, the Facebook, that's really how you gain clientele. And then honestly, like you said, like, for people that are just starting out, I, I have a CRM or a business software, whatever you want to call it, um, and so do you. And I think in today's age, that's extremely important. My team and I have been working a lot this winter because before I just used it for the billing purposes. But now, like, if you really look at the whole value of the program of entering in the full emails, names, addresses, phone numbers into the client base, well, now I can send out a blast email I can send out a blast text message and I can send out a blast voicemail. So basically I can call all my clients. It rings for one ring it, and then it goes straight to voicemail. And I chase Gallagher. I record the podcast or I record the um, voicemail <laughs> on my phone and they, and they get, can get it. So there's all different new ways in today's age to, to do all this. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Google and Facebook reviews are also very important yes. uh, because everybody wants to know who you are. They yes. want to know what experience somebody else had with you. So one of the great things about House Call Pro is that 
when whoever has a Gmail account, House Call Pro will send out a, a link and it'll have five stars. So if they click the five stars or four stars, that goes to your website, your Google webpage, and it'll post on there. Mm. If it's three stars or less, it goes nowhere. So that way you don't get bad reviews. You only get good reviews. That's huge. Does it give you a Facebook review link too, or just Google? Yes, you can either. I think you, I don't know that you pick. I, I think it offers, it told me, it asked me to pick both of them. Mm. I only put in the Google one. And because you're supposed, you're supposed to be able to marry your Google to your Facebook. So there's a, a way to link those reviews that if somebody posts on the Google, that it should go to Facebook. However, I have to figure that out because I haven't quite, I, I don't know quite how to do that. There's supposed to be a way that you can send those over that they'll post onto uh, Facebook and vice versa, but I, I got to figure out how to do that. Yeah, so I'll, have to, I'll have to figure that out too. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, again, I think reviews are huge too. And, and another thing that helped me out too, that I think you're working at when I started my business is I invested in a, in a website and I invested in a company that made my website. And, and basically the huge thing with a website is your SEO and really just getting up, you know, up on your Google page. So, you know, I, I don't know if you live in downtown, like I live in Chester Springs and Exton area. So right. I told my website guy, listen, I want my page to be the number one in, in these three zip codes when someone types in lawn care in Chester Springs or landscaping in Chester Springs, Buzz Cut Lawn Care is the top website right below the, the Google ad paying websites, which, right. is, which is what I wanted. And I think that's so huge. Is like That's how you get... You want, you want the organic searches. Right. So... With that, your Google reviews your uh, will rank you, your SEO. And you have to, if you're going to make the investment, and this is probably the best advice that I could give for the, anybody who's starting a website, don't get a Wix website. That's what I have. Don't get any of those other websites. Get a WordPress website because you can now, because Google changed the way that SEO works. So when you are Googling a site, it now has to be more organic. Mm -hmm. So when people are saying pressure washer near me, that's your local SEO. But what if somebody says, uh, uses the words, how do I get the green off the side of my house? Right. So now you need to have content on your website. You have to become a blogger now. Yes. You have to put statements on your website and say, hey, look, this is the season. This is what happens. This is how to fix that problem. Look, you can fix it yourself. This is about how long it's going to take. This is the possibility that you can go wrong. If you do one, two, three, four, five step uh, scenarios on your website, yep. you'll get ranked faster in Google. You can't just now put landscape, grass cutting, but all these just listing these things on your website because Google no longer indexes those kinds of things. They only index paragraphs. So and, yes. And, and take the keywords from those. Exactly. And that's one thing 
we've started with my businesses, you know, and you've met Cassandra, the lady that works for me. Um, yeah. She's pretty good with this kind of stuff. So in, in, 20, in 2020, this year, we're starting, we're going to be making a total of like 25 blogs. It's one blog bi-weekly and I'm releasing a podcast as well bi-weekly. And so all this is going to be interlinked to my BuzzCut website. And we're doing exactly what you said. It's going to be a 10 step of how to cut your grass, how to trim your shrub. When's the best time? You know, all these things. And that's, that's exactly, and we're going to add our little keywords, Chester Springs, Exton, Downing Town, all those kind of things. And the other thing is, is you want to link your website to other websites and link other people's website to your website. So that way you get cross traffic. So if somebody is happening to look up uh, a national chain of like grass feeding or something like that, there's shows up on the bottom related content, you know, and now you have buzz cut landscaping because why it's local right. and it has content related to a national exposure. So you can piggyback off of these other companies or, you know, you can link up with partners and they can put hot links to your webpage. Like on my website, I want to try to get, and we explained this before, try to get logos that have embedded web links so that way somebody could go, oh, DTL Total Turf Care. They click on that link, it goes to his website or they click on the logo for Buzzcut Landscaping and then it takes you to their website. And at the bottom, it just says in conjunction with or partnership, I don't know what legal jargon that you have to use. We'll just go with partnership for now. Right. Uh, so that way they know now you're attaching your name to other people. So they're like, oh, okay, I see how this works. So now you look like an affiliation with a bunch of other companies and you're no longer a little guy. You look like right. you're, you're huge. So you can handle these, these things coming your way. We haven't done that yet, but that is a smart idea and strategy too, is like there's a whole strategy really to this SEO, to this online, you know, strictly your website, let alone the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the LinkedIn, you know, I don't know if you're on the Nextdoor app, the, the Patch app. I mean, there's so many apps that you could also promote your business on as well. That, that's important. Yeah, there's a, a, a lot of things and caution because if you don't have somebody who's diligently doing this for you on a regular basis, only do what you can manage because then it, you end up looking like a hack. Right. So I would advertise on the next door, but on the next door, there's guys who offer power washing for $99. Really? Yeah. T's Professional Services doesn't do $99 house washes. So I don't care. <laughs> so again, because Nextdoor app is for, the, it's a community-based app so that people who are in a local area can uh, communicate with one another very quickly. So I'm on there as an individual, and when people ask for like lawn care or a handyman or a construction, right away I jump on there, give the referrals, and then what I do is copy down the name, and I'm like, this ain't a referral, but if this person contacts you, right. then just put it in, or let me know and I'll put it in. You know, and that's, yeah, and, and that's, that's a smart idea for the BNI. But that reminds me too, Facebook groups, your local Facebook groups, that's a huge great way to, to just really, like, you know, not even be abrupt about like, you know, constantly creating posts in the group about your business, but just 
just even if you have your logo and your name on your as your username and you're constantly responding to people you're you're tagging people or like just active in those in those local groups i think that could help a, you know someone starting out as well so there's a, a a facebook page called mom advice and that mom advice has 10,000 moms that span something like 13 states wow so it is now effectively a nonprofit organization that that webpage what you can do though for $50 a year once every two or once a month you can put your commercial on their business page and then they run that commercial every two weeks on that feed and you can you can put it on the business page but if you know a mom who belongs to that page then she can put your business information on that page twice a month for free so now we have the facebook business commercials going on Mm. uh, on that page and then you have whoever it is who uh, the mom that belongs to that page now they're putting your information on every Tuesday, every other Tuesday for as long as you want for free. And everybody sees this. So I advise everybody to track their ROI or return on their investment. So I tag all my, all my jobs, BNI, who in BNI, what the job is and where it came from. So if I get a job from Facebook, I put Facebook and then I put mom advice and or I just put Facebook, Facebook homepage because that's my Facebook homepage or I put uh, the website. OK, right. the question you have to ask yourself is how much work do you want? Do you want to be a sole proprietor? Do you want to be a corporation? What is your long term goal? Mm. And do you want to scale your business? Or do you just want to make enough money to support yourself and your family comfortably? Mm. Because if that's all you want to do, you're a one-man show. You can do that. Right. Now, what do you want to do, Cecilio? I want to scale my business. Okay. I want to, I want to have trucks on the road. I tell everybody I want to be small. I'm humble. Whatever. Everybody goes into business for one thing, right. money. Right. So – if I can get my job to have, or my business to have three or four trucks on the road, then I can sit at home, money's coming in, I'm gonna retire, and my money is still working for me. Right. And I have an office manager who's taking care of that while I'm in Aruba, Jamaica, wherever. You know, that's the difference between having a business right. or, or owning a business or you have to manage a business. Right, so, or working for a business, right. Right. So I want my business to work for me. I don't want to work for my business. That's, and that's extremely smart. Some other advice too, like what I've, what the strategy that I've taken into is like, number, obviously what you said is kind of grow your business to the point where you can have a business manager and it's not going to be complete. Like no business is obviously a hundred percent passive, but it's definitely where you could, you know, like you said, go to, you know, on vacation or, or go spend time with the kids, whenever. Another thing that I like to do too is, you know, 
on top of the business st- stuff isn't, you know, reinvest into, you know, real estate or the market or whatever, you know, there's other options too on, you know, that you can do with your money. Right. So as your business grows, I mean, these are all things and there are very smart people in our group who can advise you. And I've got a ton of advice already. And I need, ideally, I would need a shop to store my trucks in. The biggest thing is, is that you may have to open up multiple businesses. You might have to open up a real estate company or a a property management company and purchase your building under that property management company and then lease it to your business. Right. That's the smartest Uh, way to go. And then that way, you're, that is making money from your business and you're not paying taxes on it. Good advice, having good advice from good people and mentoring, having other people uh, from across the country who do what you do, don't be afraid to reach out to those people. You need to contact those people because if you mess up bad, you can mess up the industry bad. And so... If you ask questions, no matter how much people may ridicule you for asking questions, there's always going to be someone there who's going to be willing to help. Right. You you don't want to go into a a project blind and be like, oh, yeah, I'll figure it out. You mess it up so bad that now you're uh, not only are you out of business, but you got a lawsuit that you'll never be able to pay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that yeah and you're exactly right it's it's definitely um and that's one thing i've noticed in our group and and not to make this about bni or anything but and it's more than right. just our group i've just noted this noticed this in my industry is anyone that's getting started or like you know i'm a younger guy like i've noticed uh, you know the older guys are experienced people like they want to help you just have to ask them a question and they will you know it's kind of nice seeing like being, I've only been in business for five years, but it's it was nice. It's nice seeing that everyone wants to help me and 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 are is willing to help. You know what I'm saying? Have you noticed the same thing? Or yeah, I haven't found too many people in my industry right. local because they're a little bit bigger. I was asked to reach out to some folks that were all the way out on the main line somewhere, but I, I never bothered just because I don't work out there, so. I don't feel like it's, you know, anything important. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like, just in general, if if I, you know, just through connect, like I know Dan, Dan's been such a help, and he's connected me with other people at my supply shop. I've ran into guys, started talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, just oh yeah, general, it's it's definitely like if if someone's getting started, they they should know that there's always help out there. You know, don't feel stranded. Just you just gotta take the first step in, and like you said is ask the question put it out right. there somewhere yeah and the other thing too is just like uh today about the vice president of or the president and ceo of this uh retirement community it's not about you have to be careful because you never know who you're going to run into right so your conduct and your behavior yes is paramount when you start your own business because all it takes and it's happened hundreds of times and seen it on the news where somebody acts a little off and they're no longer in business anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, or their business is hurting so bad that it's going to take them a long time to recover from that bad news. I always say the people you meet can make you or break you. 
Mm. You know, it only takes that one guy or that one lady that you run into and they say, you know what? In your case, I have this 10,000 acre property that I need managed. And for you, that would be like revenue of like five grand a month to maintain that. Mm. You're like, I'm set. You know right. what I mean? You know, I, I need to hire more people now to take care of, you know, just to take care of that. So, you know, in my case, I get a guy who owns 15 restaurants and he's like, I need all the surface cleaning and all the windows done. Are you able to do that? You never say no. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll get you a quote. Right. You know, just give me uh whatever the, the locations and uh, we'll, we'll get, look at maybe getting you a flat rate per, per store. And you just act like it's an everyday thing because right. in their business, it's an everyday thing. You know, you have to make them believe that they need you. You just do what you do, but you just, you're, it, the numbers are just bigger. That's all. You know? right, right. You're exactly right. So in, in conclusion, wrapping up here, what would be, you know, if you have any final thoughts to share or conclusions or a piece of advice or something, anything really to wrap up, to give any tips or anything? Yeah, absolutely. My three, my three biggest advice pointers would be is find a mentor. Yes. Find a mentor who's going to steer you through the, the murky waters of starting a business and trying to figure it all out because there is no manual. Right. And like you said earlier, it's $1,000 roughly to start a business just for all the legal stuff between the insurance, you know, the, yes. the, you know, the, the doing, you know, a lot of people don't realize that not only do you have to pay to become an LLC, but you also have to pay to do business as. Right. Uh, so, and you have to register these with the state by law. You have to. Right. Because if you get caught working in some townships, and that's another thing you have to figure out which townships, we're getting off into the weeds, but find a mentor to help you through the, the murky part of starting a business. Right. The second thing I would say is have a side hustle. Yes. It's, it's not always going to be roses and flowers all the time. You're going to have slow points. And if you're not making enough money to last you through those slow points, yep. you're going to be starving because you're not going to have enough money to advertise. And one hand feeds the other. If you're not, it's a pay to play business across the board. If you're not paying for advertising, you're not getting business. Mm. That means that you better be walking out door to door, knocking on the door and introducing yourself and saying, I have something you need. Right. Nobody likes to do that. So you better have a side hustle right. to pay for your advertising whenever you get slow. And let me just add on to that real quick here. Like you said in the beginning, I don't know if you did this or not, but if I were to start a business today, let's say in power washing, and I already had a nine to five job. I would do exactly like you said. I would get an LLC, start buy, maybe buy the equipment, but I would I would be a weekend warrior. I would do all my work on Saturday and Sunday, and if I right. had to, I would take a day off to bang out my work, and I would wait really till I could have like till I have enough business lined up to really just you know not go into it full time, but at least three four days a week to do that. So that's a great that's a great thing. Or or you can find a side hustle. 
Yeah, and if you're not sure what business you want to get into and you think that pressure washing is one of those things, go rent a machine mm. and then go do your mom's house, go do your house, go do your sister's house, mm. do all your neighbor's houses. Do that for two days nonstop. And if you still want to do it and you still like it, then start your business because right. people might think, you know, oh, yeah, pressure washing is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold a wand in your hand, you know, for two and a half hours straight, going from top to bottom, top to bottom, and then reel in those hoses and, right. you know, handling those machines. And it's, you know, I like that. I like that advice. Do it for two days, sun up to sundown, and then and then see if you still want to do it. Perfect. If not, then you should think about it. Yeah. And the third thing, advice I would say is, birds of a feather flock together. If Somebody is telling you that you can't do it, or they're being a naysayer, or they're saying uh, you're not going to make it. You know, you don't need to hang around them. You need to be around people who are positive, who are agreeing with you, because that takes a toll. Subconsciously, in your mind, people are telling you that you can't, you can't, you can't. And it is hard enough in, in the business sense, uh, the struggle is real. You have to constantly be working. Mm. And if people aren't with you, then they're against you. Exactly. So even sometimes my wife and I, she says, how come you're giving quotes for jobs that you don't have the equipment to do? And I said, stop. Right. I said, you never say no. Right. Figure it out. Okay. Because a job is a job. Because you don't know if one job that you do can lead to the $10,000 job or the $3,000 job or the, 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 the $1,500 a month job that goes, you know, all year long. Uh -huh. you know, those are the kinds of things that you don't look past. When somebody is asking for you, you give them yourself and you right. say, I can do this. No problem. We'll figure it out. You know, you might have to push the job off a little bit until you can scrounge up the money to get it. Exactly. But, you know, then that's when you work even harder and you do the hustle. You know why? Because now the, the hardest thing is to get attention. Yes. Okay. So if you're trying to sell yourself on a daily basis and you're hanging around people saying you can't, you're gonna be like, yeah, I got a business. Um, no. Hi, my name's T. I'm from T's professional services. This is what I can do for you. Right. Your attitude is everything. You need to keep your attitude upbeat all the time and be professional. Hanging right. around with people who, once again, are trying to tell you how much money you should make, who don't sign your paycheck. Right. Those are the people that you want to stay away from. Those will be friends. Those will be family. Right. Those will be, you know, people that you hang out with. Drop them like a bad habit and move on because you're in a whole nother class. Uh, Just cut them out and keep moving, yeah. you know, That's right. and, and stay focused, really. So those are those are three great pieces of advice. So number one was get a mentor. Yes. And what was number two? Yeah, first one was get a mentor to steer you through the things. The second one was – Oh, find a side, a side hustle. hustle. Side hustle, yes. <laughs> perfect okay so yeah. got, folks that's that's that mentor side hustle stay positive and stay and positive there's the three all right Cecilio. <laughs>
So I appreciate you taking your time out seriously today and, um, and doing this podcast. With that being said, I'll let you go so you can finish your day. I have one estimate to do today, and uh, hopefully we get some snow. All right. Thank you, Cecilio. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye.